This audio is presented by Hacker Noon, where anyone can learn anything about any technology. Refactoring Ruby Code, From Service Objects to Object Design, by Igor Alexandrov. As technology evolves and our understanding of scalable and maintainable code deepens, optimizing software architecture becomes paramount. In the realm of Ruby programming, the concept of service objects has long been a cornerstone in managing complex business logic. A couple of days ago, I got an email from OneTribe's APP signal that included information about the issue that I already have seen several times and didn't have enough time and willingness to work on it. Signs of bad design. The issue was relatively small and easy. OneTribe integrates with Slack, which includes a status change feature. When somebody takes time off, Slack user status will be updated with an emoji and text accordingly. Besides having a OneTribe application for production, we have another one that is used for development and testing. Since it is not published, it works only with our workspace, and its tokens are getting revoked every X months, I don't remember exactly, which causes an exception when we try to use revoked token for API calls. This exception is not handled anyhow and is raised directly to app signal. Below is the excerpt from the code that caused the exception. Timeoff class implements a timeoff object and has different states, and the day it starts, it becomes a current timeoff. At the beginning of this day, for the user's time zone, we update the user Slack status. What is wrong with this code? Method is defined in class. What does it mean? What Slack status did it change? The body of the method also asks a lot of questions. What is, and why is it an attribute or a method of instance? Backslash dot. Where should I put the rescue block for exception? To the class? And what this rescue block should do? It should probably nullify the token that has been used for API calls. But the token belongs to the user, not to the time off. It would be weird to remove associations from the user in the rescue block inside class. This will violate the law of Demeter. Backslash dot. But the biggest question goes to the object. Service objects in Ruby. The strengths of object-oriented programming lie in its capacity to imbue objects with both behavior and data, thereby equipping them with potent functionalities. Additionally, this approach facilitates a more coherent alignment of objects with the underlying concepts in the domain model resulting in more easily understandable code for developers. Service objects deprive us of these advantages and may lead to other code problems. 1. Potential for God objects. Service objects can evolve into God objects, aware of too many aspects of the system, leading to tightly coupled code that's hard to extend or modify without affecting other parts of the application. Backslash dot. 2. Obfuscation of business logic. In some instances, excessive use of service objects can scatter the business logic across multiple small classes, making it hard to comprehend the entire flow of the application. Backslash dot. 3. Maintenance overhead. When a code base is riddled with numerous service objects, maintaining, updating, and debugging them can become challenging. This can increase the cognitive load for developers trying to understand the code. Backslash dot. 4. Reduced readability and discoverability. An abundance of service objects might make it difficult for new project developers to understand where to find specific functionality, affecting code discoverability and readability. Refactoring. My approach to refactoring involves identifying distinct responsibilities within the service object and extracting them into separate classes or modules. The class above implements a request to Slack API to change member status, icon and text shown next to the member name. OneTribe uses it to notify team members about current time-offs visually. What objects are we working with? Time off is the most obvious, and we already know about it. Time off belongs to member, which represents a user from the company and has already been implemented. However, there is one more type that has been missed, Slack status. Let's try to implement it. 
Now, we can return the correct status from the time off class. So instead of that changes somebody's Slack status, we got that returns the of the selected time off or now deals with self and we can eliminate values entirely. Let's rewrite the code above. With this final edits, we can simplify. Finally, we can implement status change methods in the class. The final change will be in a worker that has already been seen at the beginning of this text. Let's go through the list of changes that were made. We've implemented the new type, which is now used only to represent the status created from the time off. However, it does not matter which part of the system instantiates this object, it will still be relevant. Has been removed. The most significant and visible change is removing a part of the code that does not follow object-oriented principles and guidelines. Backslash dot. The code that has been used to change the status has been moved from the class to. Now, this part of the code follows the law of Demeter. Last, I've managed to fix the issue with revoked Slack tokens. Conclusions. In conclusion, Refactoring service objects in Ruby presents a crucial opportunity to enhance a codebase's maintainability, scalability, and overall quality. Through careful analysis and thoughtful restructuring, developers can effectively break down monolithic service objects into smaller, more focused classes or modules. This process allows for better adherence to the single responsibility principle, SERP, improving code readability and facilitating more straightforward maintenance. Keeping it simple often works wonders. Info also published here. Thank you for listening to this Hackernoon story, read by Artificial Intelligence. Visit hackernoon.com to read, write, learn and publish.